everybody. Happy New Week. I hope you're doing amazing. Um, I'm super excited to have one of my newest, newest, newest hot off the press published authors, Kate Blancy, next to me. Hi, Kate. Good morning. How are you, Nat? I'm amazing. I'm amazing. Ready for another week. Always just getting to be pumped for the week. And I know a lot of, um, you know, people that, um, you know, watch these interviews it's another a way that can get inspired and get the energy actually you are the one uh who does watch them you know kind of on mondays um you know from the authors which has been amazing and we always see you comment and all that sort of stuff so it's a great way to start the week amazing all right so guys let me introduce you who kate is and show us your book anyway uh, right at the beginning she wrote this book drop the act um and start living the uh, your extraordinary life um, so I'll give you the official introduction and then uh, we'll get stuck into the amazing value that Kate's going to share with us this morning. All right. So Kate Glancy is a highly sought after psychologist in the MacArthur region of Southwest Sydney. She has more than 24 years experience in private practice and is now the published author of the book Drop the Act. After facing her own greatest challenge, she embarked on a journey of personal growth where she discovered that from her greatest weaknesses came her greatest strengths. Over the last five years, Kate has facilitated holistic wellness programs with her partner, where the power of holistic psychology together with shamanic energy healing has assisted many individuals transform their own lives. The wisdom shared through Kate's real life accounts are inspirational and uplifting. Her storytelling is both personable and down to earth and will empower you to become the creator of your own existence and live the freedom of an extraordinary life. I love that. Thank you so much for making the time to share all of this with us. And um, I guess let's get started into, you know, the catalyst that made this book come into reality. Had you been thinking for a while? Give us the back backstory. <laughs> the backstory. Okay, so the very, very backstory. Um, and I mentioned this in my book, actually, over the last 10 years, I've had two psychics tell me that I would write a book one day. Um, and of course, I was all very sceptical and thought, oh, that, that's the thing that authors do. I'm not an author. and um, But along the way, I've had many people say to me, you should write a book, you should write a book. Um, and I often thought, I don't know what I would write a book about. You know, like I, I don't really want to write a psychology textbook. Um, but my now partner was actually the big catalyst when um, she basically said, okay, let's do it. You're writing this book. And I was like, what do you mean you're writing a book? Hi. Um, you know, all those big fears and self-doubts very quickly came to the surface. Um, but I actually did start writing um, and I, um, you know, sort of didn't really have a plan of what I was going to write about. I, I just started writing and I started writing what just was coming to me. Um, and I got about halfway through this book and then I thought, what do you actually do with the book if you write it? Yes. I don't know what you do with the book. Is this just going to sit on my computer for the next, you know, 20 years? Um, and a little bit of Googling and of course, you know, whether it was Google Analytics or the universe sent me you, Nat. Or oh, Siri um, listening. <laughs> yes. And um, you popped into my Facebook feed and um, I remember 
Um, well, being a psychologist, I do have a quite a busy full on schedule. Um, and I actually um, opened your uh, the, the notification that I saw on um, and the um, the seminar that you run was literally the next morning so um, my first thoughts were well I'm actually not available for that because I've got clients and um, but there was just something in me that said you need to make this happen and I cleared the schedule and then I attended your um, half day seminar yeah. and the rest is history yeah and this literally guys those of you that are listening was three and a half months ago like um we were just talking before we went live that um our next retreat's coming up next week and kate was at the previous one which was just in august so it hasn't even been the full 12 weeks between the retreats that everything has come about and completed and the book is now in hand as you can see um with her and this happened last week right the the first book came in last week is that right yes yeah yes. yeah, yeah. And um, so it's very fast, but it is, I have to uh, credit you that you did work very diligently. As soon as you committed to the process, you actually continued typing and had your session with Stuart and actually submitted your book in for editing even before you came to the retreat. So you could focus on some of the other aspects of the marketing and not be as stressed, you know, trying to smash yeah. out 40,000 words in the 48 hours, right? Yes, yes, yeah. definitely. So why don't we explain a little bit, um, to those listening, what Drop the Act is about, what will they get out of reading it? And a little bit, tell me a little bit about the story and you know the passion of the content. Okay, so Drop the Act is actually, um, I guess you would say a memoir. So it's a series of short stories that um, are stories about uh, my life, uh, some, some of the members of my family. Mm. Um, and essentially, um, you know, what I talk to a lot of clients about is that um, from such a young age, we develop um, through, as humans, we are biologically wired for love and connection. Mm -hmm. So when we're at our very youngest years, um, we all experience moments where we can feel that that, um, that love and connection is perhaps threatened, you know, whether that be through, you know, an angry parent or an emotionally absent parent or any kind of stressful environment. And what we tend to do when um, from very young, when we really don't have the, the skills to cope with that is that we develop character versions of ourselves in order to best cope in the situations that we are and essentially, um, you know, try and maintain love and connection in our lives. So then when we you know grow into our adult selves there's so much of ourselves where we continue to perform in these characters um, mm. rather than being true and real and authentic um, so for me um, i definitely grew into the character of being the good girl and doing everything right and um, you know that sort of led to me to a situation where um, I was in a marriage that I thought was wonderful and amazing and I had I thought the perfect husband and the perfect life and the perfect home and the perfect children um, but as I really committed to my own growth and I look I think that this is something that really does happen as you get older um, there's part of I think from you know from our soul that has this you know, sort of unsettling drive within that is just calling for more. Um, and as I started to really honour that and listen to that, 
um, what I started to work on was really releasing myself from those characters and, you know, striving towards more authenticity and, you know, living a more true and, and real life. And so Drop the Act is a lot of those stories about um, really how when we want to grow, the universe will send us everything we need in order to, um, you know, gift us. Uh, and often that comes in the way of pain, um, but it's to gift us the pain and the challenges in order to see where we hold those fears um, so that we can, you know, experience and live and lean into those fears so that essentially we can, uh, you know, release ourselves from those and, and really work towards living a wholehearted life. I love that. So... So for other people who are listening to this, really the pain is some kind of a lesson that we need to learn? Yeah, look, I um, I speak so often about, and it's a concept that is really foreign to so many people. Um, I don't think we've ever really been taught to embrace our pain and really understand that you know, that, that no one can actually cause us pain. No one no. can create any sort of feeling in us or any pain in us unless we already hold that within us. Um, yeah. So, you know, part of my story is that I left my, my husband and my so-called perfect life and fell in love with um, my best friend of 20 odd years who happens to be a woman. Mm. Um, so there was a lot of judgment that came along with that. Um, but it's it's about recognizing that you know if if that judgment is coming to me through those experiences in life, you know essentially that's because I already hold the pain and the fear of judgment in my soul, and so the yeah absolutely you know everything that comes to us is like a mirror reflection of what we already hold within us and yeah. so if we can embrace the pain of what comes our way we can really allow ourselves to you know sit in that pain um yeah. and really lean in to be able to move through it rather than you know set up camp in our pain and you know when we don't take those lessons um the universe just sends us it's sending them yeah and we why does this keep happening to me? Um, you know, and it's about really shifting into that, you know, why is this coming for me? You know, what what's the lesson in this for me? So pain is our greatest gift. Yeah. And things we don't like in other people or things that just don't sit well with us, it's often very powerful if you can ask yourself, where is that within me that I don't like about myself? Absolutely. Like you said, Nat, it's absolutely a mirror. Anything that yeah. rattles you or, um, you know, creates um, any kind of reaction within you mm. is, you know, usually a mirror reflection coming from that other person. So our greatest teachers are often the people that press our buttons, you know, or, you know, cause us pain. They're the people who are here to teach us, um, you know, what we're carrying within us that really um, that we want to heal so that we can raise our vibration and live, uh, you know, a wholehearted life. So you just mentioned that word healing. <laughs> Let's go on to that. Um, how does someone begin? Because I think maybe step one, as you are like, <laughs> step one is to recognize what's annoying us, what's pissing us off, what doesn't feel good. How is that a mirror to what's going on in our inner world? Because wasn't there a saying that uh, we don't see the world as it is, we see it as we are. Yes. I yes. don't know if it's in that wording. Um, so so it's say we recognise and brought awareness, which is really a massive step even just to take. Yes. What would be the next 
step towards healing? Like, how, what is it that you did? Or maybe what is it that you recommend to some of your clients? Because obviously, you I know you run retreats and programs and things like that where people go deep yes. in this kind of work. But maybe give us a little sneak. Okay. Yeah. So, look, I would um, probably summarise that to say that, um, you know, vulnerability <laughs> is, yeah. you know, vulnerability is the birthplace for love and connection. You know, Brene Brown speaks about, you know, the power of vulnerability. And um, so when we have all these, um, you know, emotions that cause us pain, yes, particularly things like shame, judgment, um, lack of worth, they're emotions that generally as humans we don't like. Um, we don't like them, we don't like the way they feel and we tend to really want to lock them away and hide them and we only want to show up in that character. We want to show up in that character of who we think the world wants us to be and if we are this character, we'll be accepted and we'll be loved. Um, so vulnerability is the place where you can visit um, visit that pain and really, you know, like experience that um experience the the you know the, the the real experience of the pain and the emotion so being vulnerable vulnerable enough to lean in being vulnerable enough to um you know really visit that pain so our knee-jerk reaction is to shut it off and shut it away um when we run our retreats and i actually just finished a retreat this weekend and um we do a massive group in terms of um bringing that vulnerability into mm. the space. So speaking about what you feel is your greatest weakness, speaking about your, you know, your deepest fears and your pain and, and what we see happens, particularly um, when it's in a group setting of like-minded souls, that mm. when you can really step into that vulnerability, which takes so much courage, um, that that actually creates this, um, this connection, this, you know, this sense of love and connection with those around you who are willing to be vulnerable enough to. It really, you know, being vulnerable. And when, when I run these groups at the retreats, I always say I will never ask of anyone what I won't do myself. And so I'll always put myself in that space of vulnerability. And you can see that immediately as soon as you, ask, you know, show that courage, to and be brave enough to be vulnerable and bear some you know raw part of yourself that it creates this connection amongst those around you and the energy of those around you soften so we're bringing our darkest fears and our you know the the things that we really we dislike about ourselves but it's actually you know something that really bridges a connection with other people yeah, I love that. And, you know, and you, as a leader, you're kind of going, I'm willing to go there, so come with me. Um, and I love the word that you use, visit the pain, you know, not stay there. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, that I really like, I, I, that's a really nice word to, to use because you're only visiting, you're not going to, you know, live, yes. because sometimes people, don't they, they live there, they get stuck, yes. right? Yes. We set, up, set up shop there. And yeah. you know, we want to stay there and we want to live in it. And, and that's, again, where it just keeps coming back and coming back. And yeah. But it, it's about visit and learn how to actually move through it. And a lot of that is about energy. You know, when we 
can really visit the energy of, you know, say, for instance, judgment and, and how that shows up in our body. Um, mm -hmm. When we can actually lean into that and learn how to recognize how that shows up in our body and mm -hmm. then learn how to, you know, sort of release that energy and bring in, you know, love and compassion. And yeah. that's actually where the healing happens, when we can transform, you know, sort of like a dark energy and really bring yes. in, you know, a light energy. And, you know, love is the highest vibrating emotion. So the more of that energy we can bring in, the more healing we do, which is essentially, um, you know, understanding and embracing the idea that we are our greatest healer. We have everything we need within us to heal. Yeah, yeah. Do you think um, what we're speaking about now is easier done in, in groups versus completely on your own? Look, I've worked as a, you know, sort of soul, soul practicing psychologist for 24 years. Um, and no doubt that there is, you know, so much power that comes with being, um, you know, in a group setting, you know, a group setting initially really does heighten people's anxieties because you can't hide. Um, it's yeah. much harder to hide. But mm. when you can um you know um, amongst a group of like-minded souls when you can really find that safe space the power yeah. of sharing amongst people and the power of um you know seeing someone step into their vulnerability and and you know bear themselves what you mm. see happen is this ripple effect where it really gives other people permission to do the same um, and so, you know, inevitably in every retreat that we've ever done, the, um, you know, the, the anxiety is there at the start of the retreat and yeah. by the end, there is just so much love and acceptance, um, and connection. It's like absolutely beautiful to see. Yeah. I see that happen at my retreats and my retreats are not about, um, mindset, you know, always day one, everyone's like, who's this person? Like building of the rapport and the safety of the environment I always find my first day the hardest because of that settling the nerves everybody including me even though I've met some of these people beforehand it's just that rebuilding of the connection and as you say I do believe group work is more powerful than one-to-one -one mm -hmm. because in a group you might have a transformation not even uh, like say the experts say you you are looking after 10 to 20 women right and you might be helping a woman there, say she is the, in the spotlight. Someone else might get the transformation from what you just did with her because of what went through, because they're sitting there listening and kind of relating it to their own experiences. And the value just hundredfold, I believe, because the question, same is in my retreats, you know, when you ask a question and someone asks a question, everyone like brings out a volume of questions that it couldn't have just come from that one person. That power of masterminding, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it was oh, interesting yeah. you say that, Nat, because after I attended your retreat, um, mm -hmm. I remember saying, oh, I can feel what other people feel when they attend my retreats, even though it was quite different in terms of what we're working on. Um, but just the connection that you feel with other people. And we did this over... Um, you know, over Zoom, right? Um, 
but the connection that you feel when you see other people taking steps forward and it inspires you and you know when you see people hit a bump and you you can you know have empathy and compassion for that and and you know you might reach out and offer something and you know so that that connection just exists when you know you come together as a group and the the power of that is um goes way beyond one-on-one one-on-one work yeah. you know, there's so much room to hide in one-on-one work mm-hmm. um group work is um you know not only you know sort of really gets you to step out of your comfort zone a little bit um but just so much power in that sharing and bringing so many people and what they offer into that one space and i think you end up making lifelong friends and connections and um you know opportunity to just you know collaborate depends on what what you know what kind of group it is but i think just um like you said we're bottom line we're wired for love and connection in a group that's exactly what we're going to get we're not going to get that one-on-one yeah you might have it a connection to your mentor coach whatever you want to call it psychologist but when you're in a group like it's not just the value from the person that's the leader in that scenario it is the other people there because everyone's got a genius zone everyone's got something to bring to the table um which is a wonderful thing to experience so tell me a little bit about what next like what are you you know you've been a psychologist for 24 years you know and you've done your what is it like uh you've paid your dues in terms of all the one one i know your vision was to do more of these retreats talk to me about the future like now the books come out what's the next 12 to two years 12 months to two years look like so um we are definitely um planning more retreats so up until now we've done all our retreats um out at elm lodge which is my partner's property um in oakdale which is country new south wales um and you know that property is beautiful in terms of the connection with the land um we're taking our retreats up to long island in the whit sundays um yeah our first one is actually in november so um one month away wow yeah very excited about you know up at the whit sundays um for anyone that has been up there um you know the 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 connection up there with the water um and the islands is just magical um so to be able to do some of that work up there and teach people you know that how to actually connect with the environment and the water and um you know the energy of the water and the um the energy of the universe um because there's so much healing to be had by just being able to you know stop and connect um in those amazing places that we are so lucky to have at our doorstep um so i'm also doing some speaking events um in terms of you know running off the back of drop the act um you know i'm just i just have so much passion around helping people to really find their authentic self i think something that i have when i work with people is that you know i can often see beyond the characters that they play i can often see beyond what they um, don't say <laughs> yeah absolutely um which can be confronting sometimes but um you know like i it's just you know really lights me up to be able to help people you know um release themselves from those layers and release themselves from the shackles that keep them small and hold them back and you know really help people to step into you know the greatest power of who they are so to be able to 
you know, speak and share that with um, bigger groups of people really lights me up. So I'm very much looking forward to um, doing some of those speaking events. And well, you know me, Nat, once I get started, I, you know, can talk all day. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and uh, you've got so much value that needs to be shared, you know, and, um, and this is the way from speaking, you can help more people make them aware that the retreats exist get the groups of people there. And I think your retreats have a great potential of having people reattend um, because of, you know, you know, it's never ending work on ourselves, you know, yeah. that we have to do that, you know, and so, you know, it's, it's that kind of creating a community as well. Absolutely. Is, well, yeah. that's the thing, you know, I, um, I just believe, even though sometimes I curse and swear at the lessons, I'm like, how many more can there be? Um, but, you know, we continue growing till the day we die. That's yeah. the purpose of our experience here, you know, on earth and as a human is that we've chosen to come down in this life to live and experience um, the challenges so that we can, you know, raise our vibration and, and, experience the greatness that we have um so the the growth journey never ends yeah i agree it's, it's, someone said it i don't know who said it you're either green or growing or you're ripe and rotting yeah you know? <laughs> absolutely yeah 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 i love that so tell me uh, like what, what was the process like let's talk about you know the book you found that ad you cleared your calendar you came to the half day seminar you know, and literally your retreat probably was a month away, not even. Yes. Yeah, yes. like the one that you did with us. And yes, ours are virtual right now, right? Uh, and we're about to do the 14th virtual one. So overall okay. 42. Um, but the convenience of it being virtual, because people used to fly into us and like we'd pick up people at the airport, take them to the venues around Mel like in the Melbourne surrounds and whatever. It was crazy logistics and it was quite tiring, right, for the 48 hours, what it is. So moving this model for us is a preferred way because you guys get to focus on doing the work and writing the books rather than being distracted by social interaction. Yeah. Yes. So how was it for you, like, going through, you know, obviously focus, had your session with Stuart, you actually finished the book and then came to the retreat? Yes. Um, look, I found for me, obviously, already, um, you know, running a business and um, having my psychology practice um, for it to be online is very convenient for me, um, you know, to be able to sort of like fit everything in. Um, yeah. I, I don't feel like being online took anything away from my experience. Um, you know, you guys are so thorough and you, like it's, um, you're such a driving force. And I think if you're just willing to dive in and yes. just say, I'm a whole body yes to this, yes. Um, you know, for me, it was just keep up with what you were telling me to do. It was like, yes. right, this is the next step. And I'm like, let's do it. And here's the next step. And sometimes it feels like there's, there's lots. Um, Never but, any steps. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but I, always remember what you said everything is hard when it's um every beginning is hard every beginning is hard that's it every beginning is yeah. hard and writing a book is a pain in the ass for a short time temporarily temporarily, temporarily. yes and it's very true because now that i have book in mm. hand you know you look back and i think well it wasn't really that hard at all was it no. <laughs> To be honest, it's like giving birth, right? It's yeah. hard in the moment while you're doing it, yeah. but then you're like, 
months later, oh, you've forgotten about the pain, the, the, the baby's here, the book baby. Yeah. So yeah. All that stuff. But that's why I say just if you can just temporarily for three or four months, just yeah. focus, you're going to save so much time than thinking. I mean, so many people come to the seminar, so I've been thinking about it at five, 10, 20, if not more, because generally our clientele are 40, 45 plus, right? And um, they've been thinking since teenagers or their 20s and all that sort of stuff or being told like what you said for a while and um and it's just 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 make it a commitment just smash it out like i say yeah and get on with um get on with the things you can do now because i really you know in the next two years my vision i would like to see you like just be doing a lot of you know group work and be able to maybe wind down your one-to-one -one yeah. and um you know just transition your business to up level growing again right well, and that's the thing. You can do anything you want to do, anything yeah. you want to do. And, you know, like I certainly had some doubts, at, you know, through the, the process a bit. You can get overwhelmed. and yeah. um, But you live by that motto. You know, I try my hardest to embrace that motto. Um, and, you know, last week when the book arrived in the mail, um, I, honest to God, was like a kid at Christmas. It was... Yeah. Absolutely. I saw, I saw your little TikTok here or whatever you were calling <laughs> It was so cute. I love it. So where can people get the book and find out more about what you do? I'm just going to flash up your website. If you can just sort of spell out in case people are watching this as an, or listening to this as an audio. Yeah. Um, the website is Kate Glancy. Do you want to sort of spell that out? Yes. So it's Kate, K-A-T-E, and Glancy is G-L-A-N-C-E-Y.com um forward slash book if you want the um the page where you can buy the book um yeah. uh, there is also a link um on that page to our website where all the information is about our retreats so the retreat um website is actually this is yeah. the one you're going to in the week sundays and yeah. this is the one in your partner's um uh, at Oakdale. yes yes yeah, beautiful what is this is it a massive tree yeah so it's a tree that has um you know rotted out from the inside out and wow. um yeah it's amazing you can stand on the inside of the tree and you can actually you know feel the energy of um you know being in the tree it's really you know quite beautiful the property i was about to ask you what's it like to stand inside yeah yeah it is yeah. it's amazing and look x amount of years ago i would have said what do you mean stand in yeah. a tree and you can yeah. feel yeah but when you learn how to connect with the you know the land and the universe and the environment around you um yeah. you can feel the energy of that so but um yeah so that will take you over to the elmlodgewellness.com.au website and that's where all our retreat information is i love that so go through that website guys kateglancy.com and um and was it .com.au or .com kateglancy.com just the dot com, yeah. So it's a global thing. <laughs> that's what I did with mine as well. So I love that. No, that's beautiful and um, highly recommended. Kate really knows what she's doing um, and she takes care of people in a beautiful way. Um, and um, yeah, I always, whenever I speak to my authors, I just want to do their stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like, you know, I want to do this. Like, you know, yes. You, you, can, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Yes. <laughs> I've got to remind myself of that because I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Which Sunday is that? Which Sunday? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 2023. I've got my calendar ready to, like, you know, fill out with, well, it's already filled out. That's the thing. It's now yeah. finding spots. Anyway, thank you so much for coming today. I'm super excited, so proud of you. How quickly you go, bam, 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 all the steps. I told you, psychologists are one of my favorite um, authors because yes. they're so compliant. <laughs> you know, and um, it's funny it's come full circle because I studied psychology and psychophysiology. I, I just have a bachelor's degree in it. But how it's come full circle that I get to hang out and work with you guys yeah. now um, through this, which is really amazing. And more and more, I think this is what ultimately shifts awareness and changes our world for the better. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to leave it on that, guys. Remember, uh, go get Kate's book, uh, Drop the Act. Uh, it's amazing um, and she's amazing. And even if you can, go uh, inquire about their retreats and do some self-healing because we can all do uh, more of that um, yeah. to be in true alignment. All right. Have an amazing week, guys. And smash it up. Smash Bye. it up.